the automated podcast. So welcome back to the automated podcast. I'm your host, Mark Verbenkov. So over the last little while, I've been talking to a number of my friends in the United States about the evolving situation, of course, with regards to the race protests and riots. Uh, though I will definitely avoid any political commentary on this very charged subject, I do think one very positive thing that has come from it is really an increased awareness of both past and present racial issues. Uh, but I have yet really to hear very much talk on the impact of technology on these issues. So this will be the topic of today's episode. But before I jump into things, um, this will be the last episode for the summer period. So I am taking on the second part of a four-section trek across the Pyrenees mountain range, and I'll be completely out of contact for a couple of weeks. I will, however, be back in September, and I'm currently in the midst of recording a few very interesting discussions, uh, but I'll have to release these when I get back. But let's get into today's topic. So though this podcast usually has a large focus on what aspects of the future might look like regarding certain technologies, I think the more relevant parts when looking at technology and race issues are really much more concerned and connected with past and present issues. So though it is uh, quite easy to see that maybe an ultimate future of implementing cheap, efficient, and numerous automation uh, systems like robots and AI could really well spell the end of these kind of aberrant practices like slavery. The reverse is unfortunately seen to be the case when looking at issues of the past. So it is actually in fact argued that slavery in the US specifically was not just supported by, but actually grew to such an extent due to certain automation technologies. So in episode uh, 32 of this podcast, I explored the four industrial revolutions that the world has experienced and is experiencing, and specifically discussed some of the technologies that were central to the first industrial revolution, such as the steam engine, power loom, and cotton gin, to name a couple of them. Uh, one of the key aspects of each of these technologies is that they had a tremendous impact on the ability to process uh, specifically cotton, but not on the harvesting or the cultivation of it. So uh, in contrast, today we are seeing the use of automated harvesters for many agricultural products, but these require really sophisticated vision, guidance, and of course movement systems, which were really impossible to build a few hundred years ago. So if we look back at these uh, technologies that were coming out in the first industrial revolution, the perhaps obvious outcome of this now improved processing ability was the linked increased need to provide these machines with the raw materials to process. Of course, we're focusing here on mostly cotton. Um, and if by using a cotton gin, one could do in a day as much as someone by hand can do in two months without one of these machines. So it would naturally follow that uh, a growth in the workforce to harvest the cotton uh, would happen. And as it so happened, the majority of cotton came from the southern states of the United States in order to uh, supply the world. So this in turn pushed the growth of the number of black slaves in order to cultivate the crop. And it, I think it is really easy to see that their numbers grew alongside these technological changes. So I think this really sums up the main issue, the main topic, as it's connected to racial issues and the past. But moving on to the present, 
just a few episodes ago, my guest Bridget Toussignant uh, mentioned the issue of Google's search showing a racist picture of Michelle Obama as a top search result in 2009 and how a number of our current algorithms actually perpetuate racism and bias inherently. So I also discussed a water dispenser that only worked for a white colleague rather than his black colleague. Now, I was actually wrong in my example. It wasn't a water, but it was rather a soap dispenser. Uh, so minor correction there. And this actually turned into a bit of a viral video back in 2015, and it showed the uh, problem directly. And I'll, of course, have a link in the show notes if you want to see that uh, funny, though sad, little video. So these examples bring up uh, one of the same recurring questions that has been touched on in a number of episodes, and this is where does the responsibility lie? So uh, the classic example that I've used a number of times uh, relates to autonomous vehicles. It's also perhaps the most famous argument, right? If somebody is speeding and they're caught, whose fault is it? Is it the driver? Is it the car maker? Or is it even the software company that developed the algorithms that drives the car? Um, and the similar question now is, is the soap dispenser or the manufacturer or the programmer racist or showing signs of inherent bias? Um, the question of accountability is still something we haven't seemed to solve yet. So for the soap dispenser example, uh, in a number of articles, the accountability was actually more or less found. So the soap dispenser itself was created by a company called Technical Concepts. And what was found was that the uh, dispenser actually was unintentionally made to discriminate between different skin colors, simply because no one at the company had even thought to test their product on darker skin. So there are a number of similar examples of AI and software not working properly for black people. And there really seems or there appears to be ever more modern examples where these algorithms and automation technologies keep making these similar mistakes. And one of the more central technologies where this happens uh, is in facial recognition. And perhaps the most recent example, or the recent well-known example, uh, is with the Little Mix uh, pop group that had two of its members incorrectly identified by an AI that was actually writing news articles about racism. Uh, this was also discussed in the uh, previous episode with Bridget. Um, so now these examples seem to be small and perhaps even slightly comical, uh, if this is the first time you're hearing about this. I think a good example of this is that even the man from the viral video with the soap dispenser laughed when the dispenser wasn't working for him. But there are two real problems that are brought up with these issues. So the first lies in the fact that we are starting to implement these technologies at a much larger scale throughout our society. So as with the recent misidentification of the little mix group in that news article, um, AI is really starting to be implemented at scale and its inability to correctly identify people of color or other different races will vastly increase the number of these problems that I've talked about uh, that have been showcased. So the second more pernicious problem is that these technologies, when implemented in more essential parts of our systems, can cause real harm to individuals. So topically, the issue of facial recognition being used by the police has been a real central issue in the protests in the United States. So I have a quote here from an article that really sums up uh, how the entire issue, how the entire problem uh, can be visualized. So facial recognition systems 
are more likely either to misidentify or fail to identify African Americans than other races, errors that could result in innocent citizens being marked as suspects in crimes. This, of course, is wildly different in importance from having or not having soap for your hands. And although the issue of accountability is, of course, important here, damage to an individual can be permanent in these situations, which I think makes the issue much more severe. Luckily, however, this is not all doom and gloom and has already seen some very positive movement in the last few months. So IBM, Microsoft, and even Amazon have already stepped back from implementing and in some cases even selling facial recognition technology to police departments. So this has really spurred on the discourse of racial issues within automation technologies and technologies in general, and has made the problem, I think, much more apparent for some people or many people across the world. And I think that this is a really great start to a very complicated problem. So overall, if you've been listening to this podcast over the last year, you may have picked up on the fact that I am generally leaning more towards being a technological positivist than a pessimist. But with that said, I think that events such as those in the US are really important to bring to light new perspectives that many of us weren't aware of before. It certainly was for me. And with that said, I hope that this was as much of the case for you as it was for me, as in preparing this episode, I came across a number of new issues that both our past and present automation technologies have imposed on people. So actually one point that I didn't bring up in this episode, but definitely plan to focus on a later episode, is the current evolution of slavery across the world and how technology will impact it. So though definitely not an activity that falls under the traditional umbrella of work, nevertheless, I think it's really relevant for this podcast and uh, I'm looking forward to discussing that at some future time. But that will be really for a future episode. For now... I hope that everybody has a great end to their summer and I'll be back in September with new episodes. So thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you want to support the podcast, you can leave a like or a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you want to get in touch, feel free to do so over Twitter or LinkedIn by searching for Automated Podcast. On the website, automatedpodcast.org, you can leave a comment on any of the episodes read the transcripts, and look at the sources I use in all of these episodes. There are also blog articles and additional resources and information on this topic and podcast if you are looking for more. See you next week. The Automated Podcast.